fact, I, okay, so at my store, we have a lot, we're like vaguely a religious store. We're not like Hobby Lobby or anything, so we're not uh, mm. horrible. But like we have like some like religious stuff just scattered around. But we have, for some reason, we have exclusively Christian coffee mugs. Like that's the only kind of coffee <laughs> mugs that we have. Yeah, fuck and yeah. if I see one more, don't talk to me before I've had my Jesus mug. <laughs> I'm just over it. Is that one? They're you like gotta tell full me the truth. of coffee Is that one? and also Jesus. I like guarantee you that's one of them. Like don't wake me up before I've read Matthew 3.16 or whatever. <laughs> Matthew 3.16? It's a deep cut. Yeah, what's Matthew no, 316? No, John 316. John 316? No, I want Matthew 316. It's probably just like Joseph who begot blah blah who right. begot blah blah. Matthew was like so much Everybody's at the beginning. Fuck Matthew. Beginning. I'm going to say it. Fuck Matthew. <laughs> wow. Adeline taking a hard stance against the prophet Matthew. Oh, it's Jesus getting yeah. baptized. My be, my be. Oh, cool. That's probably oh, pretty good. That's a good one. That's probably a pretty yeah, good there one. You go. It's probably a good take. You know, Put that on the like, hey, hey Shark Tank. <laughs> hey Shark Tank. So we're gonna. I think it would be kind of funny to do like Bible verses. You know how like there are like those like coasters or whatever right. like those mugs that you're talking about, yeah. but it's like the really horrible ones, right? Like yeah, that are like. And then two she-bears mauled 42 of the youths. Like, and you're yeah. like, it warms my heart. I love scripture. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the one where Jesus gets really pissed at the fig tree because there's no figs on it. It's true. What if you went on Shark Tank? What if you went on Shark Tank and you're just like, my idea is a line of ceramic mugs, but get this, <laughs> with Bible verses on them. Like, a what do you think they would say? They would be fools not to <laughs> exist. They're like, oh yeah, Midwestern moms are always looking for the next big And mug. they're all and watching exactly. Shark Tank. It's true. It's true. They're all watching. They're like, I could use one of those. I could use one of those. You know those big, it's just like a big sweatshirt with like, that's it. That's all it is. What they call it, like the snuggle shirt or whatever. Like that's oh, just moms the, waiting for things to buy for oh, Christmas. My, mo- my sister has one of those. It's, um. Yeah. It's not a snuggie. Right. It's, a it's comfy. not a snuggie. It's a comfy. It's a comfy. It's, it's literally called. just an oversized sweatshirt with like blanket material on the inside. Like it's yeah. not really that it's like, amazing of an idea. I almost kind of wonder. It's almost like biology. It's like at what point can we designate <laughs> the difference between a, a snuggie and a robe and a comfy and a sweatshirt? You yeah, know? a snuggie is yeah. just a it's, backwards it's like, like, it's like when we're filling in all the missing links between ape and man. Yeah. It's like we just keep getting like smaller and smaller like gradations between the two i think that's just what late stage capitalism is jackson <laughs> it's true capitalism breeds innovation we have 12 different kinds of robes <laughs> slash sweatshirts i like the one it's like a sleeping bag but it looks like a shark or they're like different animals where you're like oh, yeah, sleeping yeah. inside of an animal it's like that's the mermaid big. tail yeah that's fun that's fun <laughs> that's a fun product i don't know it's what a fun to one tell you. Uh, and, the, so and funny socks, there. man. You can put whatever, you, dude. You uh, can put whatever you want on socks. Bible verses on socks. Bible verses <laughs> on socks. Has anybody Bible done that? Bible verses on oven mitts. Fuego, <laughs> call us. I'm googling. Oh. Bible verses on socks. Bible verse socks. On socks. I there bet probably you be something there's... stupid about like walking with Jesus, like footprints in the sand. Um, or whatever. It looks Where like the only people me. doing socks with Bible verses are on Redbubble. This is a hole in the market. No way! Uh, are you kidding me? Shark Tank. 
Uh, here's okay. Here's an Etsy store called Scripture Socks. Here's a John three sixteen socks, but not Matthew three sixteen. But not True. Matthews. You don't and care about Jesus when that dove baptized. flew over during Jesus's baptism. So yeah, there are a couple um, people on like Redbubble <laughs> and like Etsy who are doing Bible verse socks, but nobody in like the the nobody's like trading publicly. And I feel like that's where we yeah. can swoop in. Uh, I f- these socks are currently unavailable on Amazon Prime, but they it's a Philippians verse, but they're upside down crosses on them. Those dummies. Yikes. Because it'll be on your Ooh. feet, but that's probably- Philippians. <laughs> oh. Are there even any good ones in Philippians? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens oh. me. I always thought one. I always thought Philippians was just one Welcome of those. Welcome to weird No Nerds Allowed, a Christian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Philippians? No, here's the thing, Let's though. Let's just all go around and talk about what this Bible verse means to us. This is No, this is funny, though. It, at the beginning of Philippians, Paul is writing to the Philippians, surprise, mm-hmm. and he's like... Oh, that's right. It's one hey. of the epistolary ones. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, hey, so here's the deal is that I really honestly would prefer to be dead right now because my life is like really hard what's and I would up rather, i would rather be with jesus just to be frank just to be completely transparent with you but since i'm still alive i guess i'll just keep helping you out i guess like <laughs> so that's how the chapter it. starts that's how it starts just, he's like it would i would love to be dead but i'm not so i guess i'm I'll doing this instead of killing myself it's so it's hilarious <laughs> And I was like, I read a Bible study on Philippians last year during like the very beginning of the pandemic. Right. And I was like, I don't know how to process this right now with 13 year olds because I honestly, same. Right. We're all going through a lot. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be easier to be dead right now? Kind of. (laughs) But it's kind of. I could just have my funeral. I could like, my skin would be bound into a lampshade. Ribcage fish tank. I just, ribcage fish tank. I think like hardcore Christians are just incapable of making the Bible relatable to teens in like a funny way, which is just, which is a crime because the Bible is hilarious. But like the people who want you to think the Bible is hilarious are incapable of like actually doing it. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah, always like, "What if songs. Hamilton was about Jesus?" I'm like no one fucking wants that. Have you seen that? The you- Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No, that's terrible. It's a real thing. It's so good. It's, it's like there's already musicals about Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Like why yeah, do Jesus that? Jesus Christ Superstar, which is maybe the worst named musical Jesus of Christ all time. Jesus Christ Superstar kind of was the proto Hamilton, wasn't it? It always to Christ. God was. Jesus Christ. They have a fucking show tune number in that in that play. Yeah. Absolutely. Jesus Christ Superstar is a wild one. It's good, though. That's the thing. Well, that's... I remember we went to that one production at Gonzaga that one time, and they had, like, their own, like, unique arrangements of all the songs, and Mm -hmm. they, like, all were awesome. And I was sitting through that thing being, like, I didn't know all the music in Jesus Christ Superstar fucking ripped this hard. And then I, like, went home on Spotify. I was, like, Jesus Christ Superstar, dude, yeah. And I was like, wait, this music fucking blows. And whoever was in charge of doing those arrangements was just really good at it. And they don't exist anywhere else. Yeah, they just did an awesome (laughs) job. Yeah. So. Brandon Victor Dixon, though, in the, like, live one that they did with John Legend. Right. Which was also pretty good. He's, Brandon Victor Dixon is one of the most talented people on this planet. (laughs) And he's so, 
good and they they like stripped the internet of his performance so that you can like watch it and I look I've, I've searched and searched and searched but it's not there of heaven on their minds and it's so good I just have to mm-hmm. listen to it but I want to watch him do it I don't want right, to hear right, right, the pre-recorded I want to see the live version <laughs> yeah you can you can I, still every time I go to Barnes and Noble they still have DVD copies of the time that they did the whiz live so I don't know what's up with that <laughs> Elijah Kelly is, I didn't like the Wiz live, but I love Elijah Kelly, and he was great. He was so good. Yeah. He was a Stand great. Standout performance. He was a great. <laughs> he was a great, and he still is great. Uh, anyway, this has been Bible study so with the No Nerds Allowed anyway, crew. <laughs> enough about Jesus. I we think were in a musical about space, Jesus. <laughs> I think, yeah. So so here's the thing about the about podcast, this podcast this week. It might be weird, because... <laughs> We wanted to do a commentary track of me watching it for the first time. And we did that, but then something went wrong. So we had to go back and try to do it again. And we, so we did that, and now we've watched the movie and talked about it for two hours two different times already. So now we're, Uh like, jumping in for a third. So, like... Here's, I'm okay with us just spinning our wheels about Jesus a little bit because I feel like <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna have a whole another two hours because we about need this. content. Yeah, because God, I can only complain about how this movie makes me sad so many times. <laughs> right. Why yeah. I just okay. Go, Before I would just rather be dead. I'm doing this instead <laughs> of suicide. <laughs> okay. Well, then, what if this is uh like? How would you personally make this movie? Like, what could you do? To minimally change it, but like make it that much better. Like how would I don't you have, think what you, would you could. Have changed? Like I, I think, don't it, think, is, could I think it is. I think it is fundamentally broken. <laughs> I think exactly. that, that's fair. Yeah. Like what do you I think, mean, then, there are like, some things that I would change that are like smaller that would make it better. Like I would get rid but of. But it would still. The and it's core, It would still suck ass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 We'll just. We we gotta start fresh because not everybody's gonna listen to that commentary track. We gotta that's treat true, this like its true. own thing. Yeah, we gotta yeah. take this seriously. Okay, uh, well we gotta okay. do the intro. Hello, my name oh, is. Oh right, right, right. We're like forty fucking minutes into the podcast at this point, probably. But hey, yeah, man. What's up? <laughs> my name is Jackson Forrest McMurray. <laughs> no last name and... goof. All right. <laughs> my name is. Adeline Skywalker Palpatine Zolo. Zolo? Solo. Oh, Solo. Yeah, you know, like the Star Wars one. I was like, who's Zolo? <laughs> like the Ouija board monster? <laughs> oh, dip. And my Jackson, name is Babu Frick. Just kidding, it's Keisha Rose. <laughs> and this and this is no nerds allowed. Uh, Yes. Uh, So here we are, 25 minutes into the show. Drop the theme song. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, (laughs) so so uh, we've done all the Star Wars now. We've done all. Like every time there's been a Star War, we've been there on the ground. Like you know, put given the (laughs) boots on the ground, ground. and. (laughs) We've been in the foxholes of every Star War. And, yeah. like, I don't know. I guess I'm just proud of us. Like, 
when we started we doing this, it was like two years ago. I don't know. We made it, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie hadn't I mean, come out yet. That's true. When we started. Yeah. <laughs> There's still hope in the universe. And can I just I say, still... it yeah. has been, uh, the reason we started doing this is because when we weren't doing Star Wars episodes, we would literally talk about Star Wars Every single episode. <laughs> like, we would spend, like, 20 yeah. minutes every episode just, like, talking about Star Wars. So, like, we needed an outlet. And I feel like it's worked. I don't think we talk about Star Wars that much on the show when we're not no, doing a Star episode, Wars episode. Which episode was it where I just went off you about Rise of Skywalker? Was it the Alien vs. Predator episode? It was way before that. Like, when it, it was, was first it coming was out? I, I, when I had seen it and you hadn't seen it. Right, like, right at the, Alien vs. Predator was, like, four months ago, Adeline. Maybe it was A Bug's Life. Maybe it was A Bug's it was, Life. Yeah, I mean, it was earlier. It went off on you about The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. because it's I just, just remember there were three episodes in a row where I had to, like, do extensive spoiler checks because it had just came out and we talked about it for, like, well, 40 minutes, like, three weeks in a row. Because it was just <laughs> me telling you about the stupid right. shit that they pulled. And because, God, that was me and Ian's first date, was that we went to go see Rise of Skywalker, and that was a bad uh, start, because bad, let me tell you, not a good start. I cannot, I apologize to everybody who was in the theater with me when I watched that movie, because I would, I couldn't, I couldn't not say things things were happening on the screen. Right. When C-3PO's eyes go red, and he starts speaking uh. the Sith death language, and I'm just supposed to sit there politely in the theater? I'm just supposed to accept it? They do C-3PO so dirty. They do C-3PO so dirty they in do. this movie. They do him so dirty. And he, in, and the, in a weird kind of way that, like, they do him so clean, they do him dirty, right? Like... Yeah. C3PO well, they needs, just fundamentally don't know what to do with him. He need, C3PO needs to be done dirty. That is like part of the DNA of Star Wars is doing C3PO yeah. dirty. Chop his but head they did off, him, him so clean that they just wrecked it. Like C3PO Yeah. Just he's fucking squeaky clean and and like you don't get C3PO. <laughs> you know? Yeah, people are too yeah. nice to C3PO and to the like they ignore him, but, like, in the wrong way. It's not like C-3PO's like, hey, what's up, everybody? They're like, ha-ha, fuck you, C-3PO. He's just like, ha-ha, what's up, everybody? And they're like, right. hey, C-3PO. I, okay. Anyway. Like, you know, it's just, they just do it wrong. They Here's what I'm going to say. I truly, like, now that I've seen it, I don't know, two and a half-ish times. Yeah. I... I truly think the part of this movie that drives me the most wild is that bad, bad scene with C-3PO. Because, like... But... Obviously, yeah. I love C-3PO so much. <laughs> and, like... And Babu Frick. A fundamental part of Star Wars is that everybody fucking hates C-3PO, right? Every Star Wars movie, the whole bit is that C-3PO fucking sucks and nobody likes being around him, Right? And yes. all of a sudden, there's that moment where C-3PO's like, well, I have this special data, but in order to access it, you'd have to erase my memory. And they're all like, my, my memory. oh, they're like, ooh, I don't know want to do that. Like, C-3PO, like, we love you so our, much. But C3PO, he's our buddy. You could die. You could die forever, could die. for real. And like, they're- You and, could die in real life. And they're like, and C-3PO's like, no. I, I will do... And they're like, no, we have to save you, C-3PO. We can't let you do this. And C-3PO's we like, no. We have to find some I'll other do it. way. 
I'll do it for my friends. I'll make the ultimate sacrifice for my friends. And there's this shot where the camera, like, swoops in on his face as he says, like, I'm just taking one last look at my friends. And there's, like, one other line that's even worse than that. And it's like, hey, fuck you, C-3PO. Go eat a dick, C-3PO. You're not fun to be around. Nobody likes you. Like, why are we behaving like like this? I like C-3PO. But here's the thing. To me, is that C-3PO... Like, he's not friends with these people. No. Like, we've never seen them on screen. But why and don't you just say, barely I'm gonna, why don't you say, I'm going to, I'm going to do this for the better of, betterment of the galaxy. Like, right. this is, like, I'm willing to make or this even, sacrifice for the greater good. Like, that's or why. Or even, I'm going to do it for Leia. Like, somebody you have a relationship with. But it's like, Jackson, you're so right, because that's not how you use C-3PO. The way that you use C-3PO goes, he's like, oh, we could do this, but C-3PO loses mind forever. And then Han Solo walks up and pulls that lever as hard as he (laughs) can. Like, that's how you use C-3PO. And Ian makes a good point, which is that, like, in Return of the Jedi, when they go to the Ewok planet, and all the Ewoks are like, yes, C-3PO, we love (laughs) C-3PO! It's like a funny reversal, right? It's so funny that they could possibly like C-3PO that much. Mike? It's just like, it's very indicative of how much of this movie is just so reactionary to what they think fans like. Right. Because we're all like, haha, C-3PO, like, he's he's essential, he's crucial, he's critical. But in... In like Force Awakens, they nail it when right. he's like, "Hello, it's C three PO. You can't funny. you can't recognize me because of my red arm." And then in this movie, they're like, "C three PO is the the lifeblood of our mission. He's the he's bravest of us all. He's the Captain America of our group. He, he's so important." And you're like, "What? Since when? Like, he's, that's what are they talking about?" This guy? If anything, that's R2-D2, and he's not even in this right. movie. And he's, and R2-D2 ain't doing shit. Right. And what makes me mad is, like, this, this, Star Wars has the best robots. They're so good. They're so good at doing robots. Like, BB-8, amazing, R2-D2, C-3PO, the one from uh, Rogue One, whose name I can ne- never remember, K2 but I love SL. him. K2SO. Love K2SO. And then you have... And you have Dio too, and Dio is Dio, amazing. Dio, but this, Dio. But the movie doesn't know how to handle all of these characters all at once. Because BB-8 no. does jack shit in this movie. He's not doing anything. He makes He's a like there for like reaction shots. He's there for like reaction <laughs> shots, and that's it. And right. Dio was owned by the guy that killed Ray's parents, and he knows where they are. I guess. Like, but I don't even remember. They just misuse him exactly because it <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter. No. It's like a sentence, and then we move on. And it's like, oh, here's a cute robot. You love him a whole lot, and like, yeah, I do love him a whole lot. And then he does nothing. He's just there. And like, I feel like, truly, I think, the strongest elements of this movie are just like the fun little guys that show up sometimes. Yeah. Like, love the little guys. Dio, like Dio and Babu Frick. <laughs> are great like i unironically like now that i've finally seen the movie like even though i hate like so much of this movie even though i talked a lot of the commentary about how it doesn't feel like star wars and it's like fundamentally unsatisfying even on a base star wars level even in a way that the Mm -hmm. prequels still are even though they are also bad you know but like in spite of that i feel like those two guys are, like, fundamentally cemented as, like, part of Star Wars for me now, right? Like, those characters stand up so well on their own that I can be like, yeah, all my favorite guys. 
Han Solo, <laughs> Woody Harrelson from Solo, Dio, uh, Bob Ufrick, Benicio del Toro Come in Rogue on. One, Bob Ufrick, yeah. yeah, or in Last Jedi, whatever. Uh, Benicio del Toro was in, was in. Uh, wait, what, what did you say? Not Solo. Last Jedi. Say. That's what I was talking about. Uh, I know, but you said that another movie was going to say he was. He made a cameo. You have to find him. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Solo. <laughs> Where it's is solo. he? Maybe you don't know. I should pitch the. What's his name? DJ. I should pitch yeah. the. I should pitch the DJ a Star Wars story Disney Plus franchise. <laughs> yeah, we're just grifting. <laughs> you think Benny? Yeah, you think Benny would be into through. that? I don't know. What is Benny into these days? <laughs> he hasn't He's, been around. He has interesting choices. I, he was in that movie Mother. Did was, you see that? Was he in Mother? Oh, wait, no. That wasn't Benicio Del Toro. No, I think you're <laughs> thinking of... Uh, what's, his, that's, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem, yeah. That's, it's Javier Bardem. Similar energies. <laughs> Javier Bardem yeah. is like if Benicio Del Toro gained like 85 pounds of muscle. Yeah, he's like, they have the same same swagger. They have similar swagger. That's my bad. I love Benicio Del Toro because he's made a career of playing sweaty weirdos 100% of the time. (laughs) Like, I wish I could have that career. Like, every Benicio Del Toro character looks like they stink very badly. That's kind of his vibe. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. Uh, But he's not even in this movie. I was trying... Getting back to Rise of Skywalker, I was trying to, because we've all decided this doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie at all, which is so right. weird, because they're so ham-fistedly giving you things that are Star, Wars, Star Wars that we've things. already done in Star Wars. They're like, here's Star Wars, here's Luke Skywalker lifting up the plane from the water. Do you remember <laughs> when he couldn't do that in Return of the Jedi? Do right. you remember t- Star Wars? And it's like, okay. <laughs> I didn't want that though. <laughs> like <laughs> right. they're just they're it's so just reactionary. They're trying to give fans what they think that they want because we gave them something new in the last Jedi and a portion of them hated it and screamed so loud that we're never going to try anything new ever again. And it's just like I just don't know cuz I just don't understand it because like one of the main criticisms of The Force Awakens was that this is a new hope again. And my hot take, even as the movies were coming out, was that it was fine that it was a new hype again, a new hope again. I was hyped. Because it kind of, I was hyped. It's (laughs) a new hype hype again. Because it made sense as a starting point because it felt so much like Star Wars. It felt so magical and perfect. And even though the exoskeleton of like the story and what we're doing was the same, like all of the bits like act that were actually going on were very different from right. A New Hope, so it felt great and it felt good. It and was it felt like Star Wars. It was still like subverting expectations in a really specific and conscientious way. Hmm. It yeah. It's just like I felt like it's because I don't I don't know why why The Force Awakens was so able to like be reactionary into we know that you love Star Wars and you're so excited about Star Wars again so we're gonna give you the Star Wars that you're comfortable with it with and just kind of play around with it right. a little bit like do some new things and like see see what we like and it was awesome and we loved it and then we get to The Last Jedi and they're like okay we're gonna get weird with it we're right. going somewhere else because we gave you something safe mm-hmm. and now we're gonna go somewhere weird and now that we have like that safe foundation right and then Rise of Skywalker is just like 
what if we just throw all that away and do start the things from Star Wars that you like? Let's just do those things again. But we're not. Uh, but we're also not doing Star Wars even a little bit. We're doing more of a weird Dark Souls movie more than anything else. Like, what if we just <laughs> right. uh, put Star Wars things into this not Star Wars movie? What if we just put uh, all of the Jedi that we've seen in any film talking? Is that enough to make <laughs> it a Star Wars movie? Is that what that make you happy? Is that a Star Wars movie? If we put Han Solo in it, does that make it a Star Wars movie? We gave, wait, wait, wait. No, but wait, apparently. we gave Chewbacca a medal. You like that, right? You wanted Chewbacca to we, get that uh, yeah, medal, Yeah, you like the medal. You? That's a Star Wars thing. That's another Star Wars thing. Um, R2-D2 is there. Is that a Star Wars thing? Does that count as Star Wars? And, like, I think that... One of the things... We spent a lot of time when we are talking about these sequels about the argument of, like, they should have had a plan. Which... Mm-hmm. And I've gone into it. I've said, like, I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think you need to have a plan. And one of the things that I think is actually good about these movies, because they don't have a plan, is that it's sort of a blessing and a curse because not having a a laid out plan ahead of time allows you to be kind of reactionary, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. Force Awakens comes Mm -hmm. out, and we're like, we love this. But it is a little samey. Like, we've seen a lot of this stuff before. We were kind of hoping you would shake it up a little bit more. And Disney was able to respond to that. They were able to say, like, okay... Well, let's think about it. Let's take that in stride. So we made something different. They shook it up a lot. And people were like, well, this was a little much for some people. We don't like this as much. And so they corrected way back the other way, right? It's like mm-hmm. the, 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 I don't know, the double-edged sword of, like, being engaged with your audience, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's a weird, yeah. it's a weird line to try to walk, I guess. Well, this, like, this new Star Wars trilogy feels so much like the difference between, like, Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra, where, like, you don't have to have a whole plan, but, like, from the beginning of, like, the original Avatar The Last Airbender series, they knew where they were building to. Like, you're building to, Aang faces the Fire Lord, that is where you're building to, that's the end. And it doesn't matter, like, how you get there in the journey, like, and then that comes with different nuances and different characters and, like, different arcs and growth and cool backstory uh but like with legend of korra they did that in like one movie they were like doop doop we're done and we or one 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 season season where they where Mm -hmm. they finish their this is where the end is and then they're like oh no um now what are we building to like this movie actually nick nickelodeon is letting us live another season (laughs) what do we do that was so funny to me because i just remember they were always like it's just gonna be one season just a limited series and Mm -hmm. they were like and it would have been great it would have been great if it was just one season and they're just like oh wait we we are going to do a second one, though. And we were like, okay, that's fine. And they were like, uh, actually three. We're actually going to do three. Like, actually the, and it'll four. be like the old one. We're like, oh, okay, like, fine. I'm fine with that. That's fine. They're like, four. Four, but then we're done. But then we're done with four. Just four. Four, but then halfway through, we're... We're moving the fourth season to the internet, and if you're this invested, then you'll follow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, that with... invested, what are you going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see how their story arc ends? Well, follow us to Nickelodeon.com. baby. <laughs> with your pair of web series. <laughs> for the but next like, the episode. Original, the original trilogy, like, you're building to the Emperor. Like, the Emperor is the final boss. Right. And you, like, yeah. And, there's, and then you can, like zigzag all the way through there but you know that like this is this is it this is the this is the defeat and in this move this trilogy you're like where are you building to like what what is the building to because there it's like beat the first order right 
I mean, yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I think it's pretty well documented how little of a plan they had with the original ones, though. You know? Yeah. Like, it like, feels like say, it's a plan like, when you from the other end of it, but they didn't really. They yeah. were making it up as they went along, you know? Mm. But, like, you can tell that, like, this is the guy. Like, it's, like, Darth Vader is obviously, like, right, very scary. Very, but, like, he's answering to Palpatine. In this movie, or in this trilogy, like, they wanted that to be Snoke at, at first. Right. And then I think it was a cool move to say, actually, it's not Snoke. It's actually Kylo Ren. Dummies, we tricked you. Mm. We tricked right. you with our tropes. You but think he's going to be like, saved like Darth Vader was saved, but actually maybe if yeah. we do something a little different, something a little mm-hmm. bit about how he doesn't want to be a, a traditional Sith and now with the evils of neutrality and all that stuff, right. and he did something different. He's not Darth yeah. Vader. He's not his grandpa. I think yeah. that... Yeah, but then they were like, just kidding. Actually, we do want his the same exact redemption arc. <laughs> right. Just kidding. <laughs> I was thinking about... Remember when Darth Vader and Luke kissed? That was my favorite part of Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, Gross. I, I was thinking yeah, about... I know. Like, I watched the first part of this movie again today. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it was... Wow. That's, you're stronger I didn't watch than the first part. Well, because I think the first half of this movie is, like... It's the best part. It's, like, yeah. fine to watch, you know? Like, I think, like, that thing at the beginning where they're jumping through light speed is so fun. They're getting the information from the spy. And they're, like, figuring stuff out. And then they go to the planet where there's, like, the festival, and there's, like, some fun thematic stuff there. And that, like, opening mm-hmm. scene with Kylo Ren and Palpatine is pretty fun in its own weird kind of way. And, like, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's, like, fine to watch. And I didn't watch mm-hmm. the second half because I'd already seen it twice and I didn't want to because I hate <laughs> pretty much everything. We already know that it's bad. Pretty yeah. much everything that happens from that point on. But, like, and, like, Dio and Babu Frick, you're like, yeah. And, like, yeah, I don't know. I guess guys. I was just thinking, like, if you're picking up where Last Jedi left off, mm-hmm. I think it is hard because unambiguously they killed Snoke right mm-hmm. and like yes well actually it was ambiguous because he was a clone well right I mean just from the clone. context of that movie in a vacuum like they there's killed him there's always room for a clone uh, yeah. yes yeah. he's dead but like so you're you're like okay my name is J.J. Abrams I'm gonna write a third one like saying okay well maybe Palpatine's behind it so we can have some kind of escalation like kind of makes sense and I like the, it's a little mm. bit vague, obviously, but I like the idea of Palpatine being, like, this is, like, dark side, like, deep, angry force magic in a way that it kind of, it really does kind of feel like it's interacting with Revenge of the Sith in a way that, like, Disney Star Wars doesn't really do. They don't like to talk about the prequels very much if they can help it. So, like, I think that's, I think that's okay. You know, like, there are a lot of things that, like, specific elements of this movie that I can vibe with where I'm like, okay, yeah, like, this is kind of something and I see where you're going with this, but, like, as a whole, I think, like, I honestly think the fatal flaw of this movie, because even if it were still all the things that we hate about it, right? Even if it were still super reactionary, even if it were still like, really basic, even if it were still, like, absolutely flying in the face of everything we were, like, building to. I think that if it came together and felt good to watch, I wouldn't hate it nearly as much, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, because that's the thing. It does all these things that we hate, and then it's also not weird. fun Yeah, it's also watch. weird yeah, and, like, yeah. uninteresting and kind of, like... And paced weird. Like, yeah. There are things- we don't always know what we're doing. Like, and there are things that, like, Return of the so Jedi, where, like, I don't, so like, this is stupid. so much of it is, is so stupid. contrived, and they're just, like, bumping from place to place, and you're yeah, not, nobody never, has like, a 100% plan sure. in this movie. Yeah. We're just doing things. And, 
so I think that I just think that like I can't help but think that like I would give a lot of these ideas the benefit of the doubt a lot more if I liked the movie. <laughs> you know, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, like at all. Rise of mm-hmm. not Rise of yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, if it was Return good. of the Jedi. I like I'm not like there are things in Return of the Jedi where I'm like this is a, this is stupid, but I love that movie because it feels good to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, but this movie doesn't feel, it never feels good. I guess. There are moments. It feels good sometimes. We've talked there about, are moments. We talked about it, we in talked a lot about it yeah. in the, in the commentary, but, like, there are isolated moments where you're like, this is good, but within the context of the movie, you're like, it's so stupid, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate this stupid water lightsaber battle, and it should be cool. It should be cool. But I hate that it's happening. I also, second time around, I warmed up to the Force Dyad lightsaber battle a lot more. Like the first time, I was like, "I love the Force Dyad lightsaber battle." Second time, I was like, "Actually, this kicks ass." Actually, I'm super into this. Uh, Yeah, it's dope. And like, like I mean, just to say, like it has moments, right? Like these are these are a bunch of people who know what they're doing and are good at like making movies and like the the craft of it is all there but the writing of it is so just whack in like so many different yeah. ways you know mm-hmm. i know that in production like yeah. they like so many people have voiced that like there's so much that didn't make it in and they're right. confused and like there was like kathleen kennedy versus jj abrams versus blah 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 and mm-hmm. and i'm sure that's true but like it just is such a shame that this is this is where they landed. They were like, this is probably what audiences will respond to. Right. And we're not going to take yeah. any chances. We're going to bet it all on Red, baby. On Palpatine. And, yeah. Yep. Like, Palpatine and yeah. Fortnite, baby. Yes. <laughs> These are like, our I golden just... geese that are going to fly us into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone loves Palpatine. And Ian McDermott is so good. <laughs> but yeah. at what cost? <laughs> like, for what? Poor why? Poor why? I just, yeah. I like. I don't know what to say. I don't like. I I've said it all. Like I just, I'm so mad and I'm so sad. Like I feel like, I, I, I my friend Katie, she loves Star Wars so much. Like Star Wars is her favorite thing in the world, and she there. We hate a lot of the same things about Rise of Skywalker, but she just loves Star Wars, so she loves all right. of them. Like she loves all the prequels, she loves mm. all the originals, she loves all the ones, and like she like fully recognizes that like there's a lot of flaws and it's a bad movie, but like she loves it anyway because it's Star Wars and right. there's C three PO and like it's awesome and she loves it. And I'm just like, God, I wish that were me. I right, wish I yeah. could just like this movie, but I can't. <laughs> I yeah, I can't get out of my own way of being like, oh, but they're fucking. What the fuck are they doing? You know, like yeah. I just. And I it's mean, because yeah. I was just so excited about what the Last Jedi was doing. Like I, Rise of Skywalker just made me love the Last Jedi more and hate right. this movie more because yeah. like I was just so excited for what we were doing. We were doing something so cool. We were taking Star Wars in a direction that it hadn't gone before, but still being Star Wars. And this movie just felt like such a safe, like, trilogy-ending, cash-grabbing thing. They were like, how can we, like, check all the boxes of diversity without doing anything? How can we check all the boxes of Star Wars without doing anything? You know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, just like, because from the beginning, like, Finn is set up to be a main character, like, from that, like, 
lightsaber fight at the end of the first one where he's holding the lightsaber and he's fighting Kylo Ren. Yeah. And it's like, it's Finn and Rey. They are together in this. They are the main protagonists. We are doing shit with them. And then into The Last Jedi, I do, like, Finn gets a little bit on the back bumper a little bit, but still the two of them. Like, the A plot is Rey and the B plot is Finn. Like, they're still very Mm. much important doing things. They have goals. And then this movie just throws Finn into a garbage pile in order for Rey a, and Kylo to do stuff. And into to a him trash away. compactor. <laughs> oh. Like, they just totally throw their black protagonist away so they can focus on their white right. male protagonist. Yeah. Like, that's what they do. And it's just... And that's something that, like... I feel like people have started to give Last Jedi flack for this recently, especially since John Boyega has become a lot more vocal about it. But, like... As he should be, yeah. But, like, I don't think that the fault is on Last Jedi in this one because, like, it's true that he's not as prominent in Last Jedi as he was in Force Awakens, but they're conscientious of that. And in Last Jedi, Finn, Mm -hmm. like, has a character arc and, like, has his own thing. And it's very much, like, teeing him up to, like, step Mm -hmm. back in in the future, you know? Like, I think that... (laughs) It's, you know, it's, it's like a weird, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it just feels like a weird precedent to be like, this character has to be front and center a hundred percent of the time. Otherwise it's ethically wrong, you know? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, I think the last Jedi, you know, puts that character slightly behind some other ones, but not like in a way that's like, they're like trying to push him aside, you know? Yeah. It's just yeah, like, exactly. he's not as important in this mm-hmm. one, and he will be again later. But then he wasn't again later, mm-hmm. is the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah but, exactly. And also, like, in The Last Jedi, he is, like, his story arc is about loss, and, like, right. like that's the point. So it's, it's, it's not that he wasn't unimportant, but, like, he just, that's, his learning was there is loss in things, but that doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't the right thing to right. do. Which yeah, is, like, like you have a to really cool losses. stepping yeah. stone for a story yeah. arc and a character yeah. growth. Going like, into the final battle with someone who's, like, come to terms with, like, what losing means and, like, what's more important than winning, like, that's interesting because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Someone who is so, like, has had that, learned that lesson... Going into the final battle, there is that little bit of tinge of, like, are they going to lose? And in a Star Wars movie, that's something we've never had before. <laughs> right, of, yeah. Oh, could, yeah. could the good guys maybe might lose this time? Because that's well, not existent in Rise of Skywalker. Is... They keep trying to pretend that Rey is struggling with the dark side of the Force, but she's yeah. not. No, she you is never feel it. continually choosing to do the good thing. She's like, I'm a good guy. And I want to be a good or, guy. Why would I want to be a bad guy? I don't want to be a bad this, guy. So every time she does something bad she immediately feels bad about it and she's like oh no never mind like she's but, not struggling but the, it's with the not even her course. it's like in this in the scene where they she literally everyone thinks she killed chewbacca <laughs> and I know. she goes she goes it's this is how the scene goes she goes i did a bad thing and they're like no you didn't ray it's okay and then they're like okay let's keep going for chewy and yeah, that's it you, that's actually it. That's you the, didn't do anything that's the wrestling. wrong it's like yay it's like i want to like and they don't even know he's alive. Right. And we're like, oh. we we do know as an audience that he's alive, 
But it's like still not okay that you like murdered everyone. Yeah. Like, you murdered people. That's bad. Ugh. That's a bad thing. And you should feel bad about it. Like that's something that you should wrestle with. Well, so she and, like, thinks that she killed Chewbacca, and then I guess that's I'm getting the scenes yeah. mixed up. Does she heal the worm after she kills Chewbacca or before? No. So she heals the worm. And they're like, so, oh, good, you're a good guy. Very good. And then, Princess then the, and then the Knights of Ren show up, and th- she's like, ooh, that Kylo good. Ren, that Kylo Ren. And then they kidnap Chewbacca somehow. Unclear that's right, to that's me. right. And then she does the away, dopest then, jump ever. Yeah. That's, which is sick, an isolated which scene. Sick. That's very good. <laughs> sick. And then, yeah. and Finn goes, this is one of his big moments. He goes, Ray, they got Chewie. Ah. <laughs> and then she shocks. Ooh, lightning. And they're like, Ray, it's not your fault. But it 100% is her fault. Right. 100%. But we don't get to sit in that. I know. People don't agree with me. But I think if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if this movie is gonna be about Ray struggling with the dark side, and if, even if it's the stupid reason of because Palpatine is her granddad, if we're, if it's about her struggling with the dark side, I think she should have killed Chewbacca on accident because she was just so mad at Kylo Ren and just so filled with hate right, right. that she shoots lightning mm-hmm. and it fucking kills Chewbacca. That's drama. She says, That's fuck evil. you, Chewbacca. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, just like, because we talk about like what the dark side of the force is. When we boil down the light and the dark to good and bad, it yeah. be the argument of like, well, I don't want to be a good guy. Or I don't want to be a bad guy. Well, then you're not a bad guy. So you're not mm-hmm. struggling. Like, you know, like if you don't want to be a bad guy, then you're not the bad guy. Uh-huh. And, but when you like, but what the tri- what the prequels did when they talk about the dark side of the force, because we're watching Anakin get sucked into it of like what you want for the people that you love, like these emotions and like being angry which is something you, like, versus the Jedi, which are very, like, stone-cold, no emotion, which we kind of agree is an evil thing, versus, like, the Sith, who have all this emotion and, like, want what you want, and, like, you want to feel those emotions, and it just turns into anger and brashness in order to get what you want. Like, that's way more compelling. It makes way more sense for Rey. Like, shouldn't she kind of be, like, Mm -hmm. bitter and upset that she had to grow up on a desert planet by herself, (laughs) like, fending... For herself, like, shouldn't she be pissed about Kylo Ren and all that stuff? And shouldn't that, like, that anger, like, lead to something? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, this yeah, movie's absolutely. just having no conversations about anything. They're not, they don't have a point. Dylan in the chat says, Dylan in the chat says, Ray should have to go to Chewbacca's house and tell his wife and kid what happened. <laughs> yes, she Bumpa should! War- she had she to tell Bumpa Waru from that the Christmas been- special that Chewbacca had died. <laughs> that would have been drama! That, like, like, just, like, have her actually struggle with the dark side of the Force yeah. and, like, what yeah. that actually means. Because, like, what we learned in, like, what us, like, as the Star Wars fandom, and by Star Wars fandom, I mean all of humanity, what we have learned, like, from the prequels was that the Jedi Order sucked, was bad, objectively did bad things and was evil and not good for anybody involved in it. And the Sith, also bad, also fucked up. So to go into The Last Jedi, and we're basically, like... Our, the audience basically knows that, but to, like, nail it down, like, yeah, these things, both bad, we should start something new, and, like, in different directions. And then to, like, just boil it back down yeah. to that good versus evil, it's mm-hmm. like, you're not even having a Star Wars conversation, because, like, we started having this conversation in, like, the 90s, like, we know that good versus evil is boring, you have to give it meaning, and, like, 
this, like, cold, unemotional religion does nothing versus, like, this emotion that's, like, enticing and feels like it's gonna get you what you want, like, is and is compelling. Like, it's just... They just, they, they got nothing to fucking say, except, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did a bunch of callbacks to the other movies? Like, that's all they have to say. It's yeah, annoying. it's strange to take the, the stance that, like, you are not your lineage. Right. Uh, yeah. But then, at the same time, be like, oh, the only reason that Rey is evil is because uh, she has Palpatine blood in her. That's right, why. Yeah. Like, that's our yeah, the only the reason Rey is important is because she's Palpatine's granddaughter. But also, Whereas, it doesn't like, matter. Anybody yeah. could be a Jedi. Yeah, but, 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 like, also, isn't it so interesting? Like, wouldn't it be so cool to see Rey do something just completely un... Listen, you've had long hair before. You know what it's like. But to have, like, someone, like, Ray do something completely unforgivable. Just, like, yeah. murdering Chewbacca yeah. is just completely unforgivable. Like, fuck you, And they Chewbacca. forgive her anyway. Like, they, they give her grace. And then that leads into, if you have this amount of grace and, like, forgiveness for someone you love, well, doesn't that mean that anyone who's struggling wrestling with the dark side is worth redemption? Like, that's what you see in the first trilogy which right. i think is something that should carry over into this yeah. trilogy that like mm-hmm. darth vader the literal embodiment of darkness <laughs> yeah is, the is, prince of darkness is worth redemption like everyone is worth redeeming like and that and that can lead into like oh finn and poe they've been hating on like kylo and they keep saying that ben solo is dead and gone forever right. but like if we yeah. showed him through the kindness of our own hearts and our light-sidedness that he's worth he's worth it. We haven't given up on him. It's only right. It's only ever right. He's like it's only he's ever right. still yeah. good. Yeah. I believe in him because Ray has and no faults except for it's sometimes only, she gets a little mad. It's only ever Ray, and she has no reason to think that. Like we yeah. in the in the Force Awake or in the Last Jedi, the reason that she thinks that is because Snoke is manipulating her. He's manipulating how naive she is and how she wants to save him. And so he's making her think that, like, oh, she could do it. Oh, he could be turned to the light. Oh, he could. There is good in him. Meanwhile, Kylo Ren has been committing war crimes the whole the whole time, never stopping. He never stops with the war crimes. Right. And so, like, that's why she thinks that. And then in going into the Rise of Skywalker, when basically Kylo Ren has been like, you want, we both agreed that the Jedi and the Sith suck but you want to try and do something good in the shell of what the Jedi used to be, and I think we just need to burn it all to the ground. So, fuck you. I'm going to do my own thing. And then for her to then go into the Rise of Skywalker and be like, he can be saved! When the only reason she thought that in the first place was because she was being manipulated, and now when he's, like, basically hammered in, that like, no, I'm not going to be doing what you want me to be doing. Like, why does she even think that? Why right. does she even At the end of care last about time. him? Yeah, yeah exactly. I think I have I I'm kind of cultivating a little pet theory about this movie. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think there are a handful of things in Last Jedi that people reacted poorly to. That people reacted poorly to. I, some people reacted poorly to. Yeah. That are inherently products of Force Awakens, right? Like at the mm-hmm. end of Force Awakens, Luke's on the island, right? He's hidden like Force Awakens is already like, "Hey, yo, what's up?" Luke hid himself away. And secluded himself from the rest of the planet because something's wrong, apparently. And everyone's it was like, like he's Ooh. looking for Jedi text. Yeah, and everyone's like, Ooh, I wonder what's going on. And then Ryan Johnson's like, yeah, here's why he did that. It's pretty much just what you would think. He's frustrated at things and wants to be left alone. People are like, what? what? 
Yeah. And like for some reason, it turns into this thing like that Last is Jedi not was indicated bad. in the movie. Yeah, but it was like this was like set up really explicitly. Like this was where he was trying to go with this. Maybe not like exactly yeah. the way it was in Last Jedi, but like generally, like I you don't, do I that disagree. for no reason. Yeah. I think I think the thing about the Last Jedi, which is it's it is a polarizing thing, but a lot of points, not that are that are like super important to the story, but that like people cared about in meta context, right. like who are Ray's parents, right. who is Snoke, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. like all of these things were addressed and they were subverted in a way that you did not expect, right. which is. I, like, some of them, I'm like, that's so rad, and some of them, I'm like, I don't know if I don't know about that, but it's, that, that like, that is a direct, like, that is 100% what was out in the, the verse, in the right. universe, mm-hmm. but this movie does the same thing, but well, in a, but it, uh, in, like, the opposite direction, yeah. where, like, they're like, we'll just do exactly what you want, and I think both are, like, I think it's a perilous journey. Yeah, well, here's but what I'm getting movie, at. I, and and another example of that is Finn, right? Like, J.J. Abrams yeah. sets up Finn, and, like, one of these, like, character traits that he has is that he's, like, obsessed with Rey, right? And, mm-hmm. like, and that's, like, obviously an element of the story, right? And you can sort of mm-hmm. assume, like, as the story gets on, there's something he's going to work through, and there's some tension. Maybe he'll just get with Rey, or maybe, you know, he'll learn how to move on and not be so weird about it, you know? And Ryan Johnson's with, like, like, okay, so I'm, I'm going to make some progress in that direction. I'm going to give him, like, explicit yeah. things to do that are, like, him sort of, like, moving away from that. Uh, but I think... But those are two things that people react very negatively towards, right? Like, Rose and the way mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker reacts. And I think that J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams is the one who is sort of doing both of those things in Force Awakens, even if the events aren't necessarily playing out in Force Awakens, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. right? Like, those are the yeah, seeds yeah. that he, he has planted. Seeds. Yeah. So I think when those are the things that they want him to not do or, like, sort of shy away from, I think J.J. Abrams making this, making Rise of Skywalker has to, like, rethink his own thing, right? We yeah. we think about it like this is, like, and it is in some ways, like, J.J. Abrams, like, going back to what he wanted to do originally after Ryan Johnson did some other weird thing. But I think it's that, like, there at least partially, there are, like, these ideas that J.J. Abrams set up that Ryan Johnson expounded upon. And in a perfect world, presumably, J.J. Abrams would get back in there and be like, yes, like, this is how this was meant to be. But he had to, like, chop off those 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 mm-hmm. things at the head, you know? And he has to be like, uh, they all get girlfriends, I guess? <laughs> yeah, There's they all get girlfriends yeah. with the exact same personality yeah. types and backstories as them. Yeah, and it's chip like, girlfriends. And that's sort of my pet theory. I think the problem is that, like, a lot of the stuff that he's having to, like, undo from Last Jedi are really kind of his, his own, own things. Yeah. yeah, and he has to think of, like, yeah. something else instead. Which yeah. is, like, and it's yeah. a, yeah. I guess it's, we, we talked about this a lot in the commentary of this weird thing where... Uh, basically so that Finn and Poe aren't gay, everybody has to get a girlfriend, and it's just weird. Like, the fact that we... I I said this in the commentary, and I'm gonna say it again, because I don't remember if it got erased to time or not, because we had difficulties when we had to start over again. But, like, I... I don't like how Rise of Skywalker handles the idea that there are other stormtroopers that defected or just, like, around. Right. Because I think that's a really good idea. Like, the fact that... Because 
my favorite scene that they deleted out of The Last Jedi is the extended scene between Finn and uh, Captain Phasma. That extended scene Falcon, is so yeah. much better than the one we got. Yeah, it's so good. And, like, to the idea that, like, the First Order, like, they're not going to tell the stormtroopers that there are other stormtroopers mm-hmm. that defected. They're trying right. to erase the fact that these people exist. And, like, the idea that there is any doubt in the First Order has to be eradicated. And that's, like, what a lot of that scene with Captain Phasma is. Right. And so to go into this and just, like, I would so much rather that they were just, like, they just, like, go somewhere. And there's somebody, like, oh, yeah, I used to be a stormtrooper. And, like, yeah, we have a connection. Like, I we meet other people. And they're just there throughout the universe. And they're just regular people who are, like out and doing things and some of them are with the resistance and some of them are just trying to get away from the whole situation like i that's really interesting but to just put them all on an island where we are for no reason (laughs) right yeah and they're just like hey what's up i've got the same exact backstory as you and i'm also black let's date boy it's like what What in is the, that? In like, the commentary, I I compared all of the love interests that are introduced in this movie to Alvin and the Chipmunks and the Chipettes, right. in which they are the exact same as them, but just female. Like, they wear the exact same clothes. They have the exact yeah. same personality right. traits. And, and for what? For why? For what? Who wanted Poor that? Claw. Literally nobody. They just Poor couldn't claw. make Finn and Poe gay. Like, that's literally the only reason that a Poe's drug-dealing girlfriend exists. Like, that's the only reason. And I... Like, I... I think it's just such a weird... Finn, especially, the way that they responded to him. Because his... I I don't think his obsession with Rey in the first one is creepy or weird. Because Mm -hmm. it's the first ever human being... Like, Poe, who they think is dead. Like, like Rey is the first human being that he's ever... like. So who's trusted him, who's, like, who's had been an kind to him. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's never experienced that before, and that's a really cool thing to start off with, is that there's this one person, and that, like, that inspires autonomy in him. And right, he can right. be his own human being. And then in the second one, it expands, and he meets other people, and there are some people that you can trust. Rose, Tico, right. love you. Uh, some people you can't. Benicio Del Toro, love you, but not your character. Uh, well, stinks, yeah. stinks real bad. Stole your whole shit. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that, like, just using that, like, self-awareness to just, like, determine, like, what is important to you, what do you think matters, right. and is there a way that you can use those things that matter to you to help other people? Right. Which is where it seemed we were going to go in number three. Like, you've learned these things, and now go use yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. But instead, mm-hmm. now they go were be like, a hero. Yeah. yeah. I think that Finn loves Ray. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's is that it. anything? That's everything. Well, yeah, I didn't want to say in... like when I was talking about Finn earlier, I wasn't trying to be like Finn's totally canceled. Like I didn't want to be like yeah, no, he's no, 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 creepy, no. but I just meant like yeah, like he's singularly yeah, no, no, obsessed yeah, yeah. with the person, and he needs to learn to sort of like ex- yeah, like engage he with the rest of everything. Yeah. Like yeah. But well, that's not think, where, th- that's a good place to start. Yeah, it's not where you land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and well, that's, uh, that's my whole thing is I hate the, I hate the Ray and, and Kylo Ren romance. Cause I think it comes out of nowhere. I don't think that's what we were trying to do. And I think it's because of that through line that like Finn is obsessed with Ray because she's like the first person who's ever been nice to him. And they have this relationship like immediately in this chemistry. And like, you're kind of like, Oh, maybe it's romantic. Maybe it's not romantic. And then you get to the last Jedi and we get Rose and Rose is pretty much more explicitly romantic. Like Rose clearly has a crush on Finn. We yeah. see that in the first scene that they meet. Like they clearly, she clearly has a crush on him. And who would And I feel like that was kind of 
moving Ray like out of the romance potential a little bit. Right. Like, yeah, he's obsessed with Ray, but just because he, she was the first visitor Nestor. Like, he, they have a connection and they love each other. And again, it's that found family trope where he's like, I found these people that I'm willing to fight for. It's my found family. And then to go into Rise of Rise of Skywalker, and we just like, there's none of that in that whole movie. Like. Ray and Poe and Finn barely interact, and when they do, they're, like, not having fun together. And then she goes and she kisses Kylo. Like, it doesn't feel like a found family at all. Like, all these people she has a deep connection with, and they're just thrown away for a romantic Eh. connection that I would argue doesn't even exist. I would argue it's just, like, these deep feelings that could manifest... In a lot of different ways, and honestly, the way that I would have preferred was in the found family. Like, obviously, I care about you and want the best for you, and I think you deserve to be saved. But that doesn't mean I have to kiss you, you fucking incel, you know? I mean, I think that, like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I feel like I'm having, like, backlash, backlash around just the whole cultural idea of, like, I want more platonic relationships. Because, like, the more I engage the more I think I just I like when people kiss in movies it's good <laughs> and well, I, I not think, to say that there shouldn't be any romantic relationships well, but, but just yeah. the way that they handle it sucks shit yeah. I just yeah and I think like if I were writing this movie I think I think I would have them like get together I might I would obviously do it a lot differently I, I maybe even think I would do yeah. a fucking Harry Potter ass like epilogue and just, like, show their kids or whatever. Like, I don't know. Maybe that would be fun. But, like, I think... That, that would suck ass. Don't no, do that. No, I think it would be great, actually. You <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't think it's no, terrible. No, if you went, I like, think... a few months... If you went, like, a few months in the future and we just have, like, a fun little scene of, like, Poe and Kylo are playing space chess and they're just, like, being snippy at each other and he's like, you cheated. He's like, you blew up half the universe. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> where it shows, no, like... I where think it should be, right. like building a relationship together after hating each other for so long yeah. and like Ray and like Kylo does something shitty and Ray is like oh you shouldn't do that anymore these are your friends remember like stuff like that that would have been awesome I would love to see them like actually have a relationship together but because I'm they kiss and well, right. fucking yeah. dies we don't I mean, get it sucks that the Kylo Ren dies and I'm it picturing in dies. my head the epilogue would be like the uh, at the end of Little Women, when they have the school, and you see everyone, like, you see, like, Meg with her kids, right. and you see Amy painting, and you see Beth. No, you don't, just because she's dead hot. You tricked me. You <laughs> got me. Spoilers. spoilers for Little Women. Spoilers for this 200-year-old <laughs> book. You see, you walk through, and you see Poe, and he's, like, he's he's got the Academy of Flying, and you see Finn, and he's teaching history, because, you know, they wouldn't teach, they wouldn't teach Stormtroopers history, they'd, like, brainwash them, so he gets to know those things, and then you see, you see Kylo, and he's, like, he's got the spiritual things, or he's, no, he's doing lightsaber stuff, he's doing lightsaber stuff, and then Ray is doing the spiritual stuff. Because that's what she struggled with in this movie. No, it's great. It's great. And then they're like, they're like, Miss, Miss. And then she's like, she's like, no, use my full name. And they're like, well, I don't remember it. And she's like, Ray, Ray Skywalker. Remind <laughs> <laughs> me what your last name is, man. Oh my god. I hate uh, Ray. You said you would do an epilogue. I like <laughs> mine better. But yeah, I think I think like, I don't know. Because I think there is something really enticing. I mean, I I don't want to put words in your mouth, Adeline, but I feel like a lot of okay. the backlash about Kylo Ren and Rey being a thing is like the backlash to the Reylo people on the internet, you know? 
And I feel it's like a combination it just of turned that. into such a thing. And I've always thought that like they can't get together because that would be abusive is like such a such a like touch grass kind of not... take to me. And like no, I'm yeah. not I'm not putting that in your You mouth. are putting Well no, yeah, but okay. but Go that ahead. is something else I'm addressing. Um Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But like I don't know, I guess I just think like I just, I really feel like the Rey and Kylo Ren thing is there. I think, like, Last Jedi sets up a really been. sincere yeah. tension I agree. with it. And, and you know, you could even say, like, you know, oh, but I want them to be platonic. I think it'd be more satisfying if it were platonic. Like, fine. But, like, just being like, no, I think they shouldn't talk to each other. It's like, I, that, I feel like you just <laughs> want to say something different. I don't know. What? I, say, I, I don't I, think it's a problem I think that my they kiss. It's a, it's a combination of things. It's, I never had, like, I know a lot of people had, like, confrontations with Raylo people who were just, like, crazy. Right. And just, like, ruined it for them. Like, I never had one of those. Like, I always heard about them, but I was like, oh, like, fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't like that ship. Moving on. <laughs> but, like, it it's because this movie was so reactionary, and it's because right. of the people who, the people who didn't like Last Jedi were all, not all of them, but a major, a, there was a good amount of them that were all, like, the misogynistic racist, like, Ray shouldn't be a Jedi, why the fuck is Rose here? Like, it was that kind of person that then, as an answer to that, then got Ray and Kylo kissing, you know? It's the fact that it, it's, like, all those things together mm-hmm. makes that just, like, so much grosser to me. Like, you did that because that guy wanted it, and I fucking hate that guy. You know, like it's just like ruined the whole thing for me. You know, I think and like I think that's fair. It's, I I think mm-hmm. that this is more like it. I'm gonna bring up the Legend of Korra again. <laughs> I've just been okay. thinking about it a lot lately <laughs> yeah. because yeah. this is a spoiler alert for the Legend of Korra, by the way, <laughs> where <laughs> Korra and Asami get together at the end, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are like. There, that came out of nowhere. Where did that come from? And I think that, like, they were obviously very, like, a little more subtle about it because, mm-hmm. oh, no, the LGBT, not in our children programming. We, we can't be gay. Yeah. But I think, like, if you say that, like, it's it's fair if you say there wasn't enough for me, but you can't say it wasn't there because it was. Like, if right. you go back, no, it was like, absolutely this is there, them flirting. Yeah. This is them, like laning on each other this is them like isolating each other as more special than other people right. so like yeah. if there like it's fair if you say there wasn't enough but you can't say like there wasn't anything and i it they it came out of nowhere and it was just reactionary right. because if it, it like, yeah if, no i if, do yeah. think i do think it's there i think the like politics around the movies ruined it a little bit for me but it's also mm-hmm. just like it i i do think that there is a way that they could have done it well and I would have liked it but because this is the version that we got I just like can't mm. see it anymore you know I feel like they just like they just ruined the idea for me because what we got was so unsatisfying and because it's the conclusion too, the conclusion to like all those little bits and pieces that could have come together into something like concrete and real and the fact that all those little bits and pieces came together just like form a little pile at the end of the movie that then fell apart. Like, the fact that the ending of it was so unsatisfactory. I feel like it diminishes all the little pieces and then also diminishes what we got. Like, it's just... 
Like, I, I agree with you. There absolutely could have been a movie where they did it well and it felt good and it felt right, right. for them to have a romantic relationship. But because they just tripped at the finish line, it yeah. just, it, no, I just yeah. can't would see you, it I don't think any of us are arguing it? that it was good in this movie because it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, would you yeah. have liked it better if they had just platonically hugged and then he died? <laughs> Yeah, I, honestly, like pat, yeah. Pat. <laughs> well, because to She's say like, that they thanks Ben, like a, a and then pat because on the head. to just like yeah. hug and hold each other. Yeah, well, like at the end of we love at the end of Rogue One where they're just holding each other as the world right. ends. Like that, I feel like you could uh, have had something of the same energy, but different. Like, of course, but different. But like they're just exhausted, and so much has fucking happened, and they don't know what's going on, and they're just there together, and to just like hug and embrace what like in that kind of like victory moment, I think would have been awesome. But like, and even if she like pulled away a little bit, and then kind of realized that she was dead in his arms, I think also would have been a moment. But then to just or they just hug the fact and they kiss, and the fact and that I just remember close. who it was. Was it J.J. Abrams that said it was a kiss of relief? It was not just a in the novelization. Kiss? It was just a weird choice of words by whoever wrote that. Yeah, that was a, that's a fucking stupid. That's not a thing that's ever happened. But like, it's just like to have them just like kiss and then he dies. It's just so unsatisfying and stupid. Like, I feel like I wouldn't have minded the kiss as much if. He lived afterwards. Because then at yeah. least you could do, like, yeah. the... And then afterwards, they right. have a rapport and a relationship. I think like, okay, we all even wish like she would have not died. Like, something more concrete, you know? But because we end on that moment that I don't like, it's just... It's bad. I don't want to talk about this anymore. What I do want to talk about is Babu. Is Squarespace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get into the Babu, Babu? zone. Oh, <laughs> welcome to the Babu zone. <laughs> you guys... I love Babu Frick so much. He's so much. great. I think he's just a little guy. He, he's just the perfect, like, if if you didn't, if you were going to do a crash course of Star Wars, like, what makes Star, Star Wars, Wars Star guys. Wars 101? <laughs> yeah. Like, Babu Frick is just a an, a glorious example of, like, what Star, Star Wars Star Wars guy. Is. Yeah, that's he Star is. Wars, baby. <laughs> now, that's what I call uh, Star yes. Wars. You're like... It's just, like, the perfect concoction of, like, he's a little tiny guy, but he does, like, crazy <laughs> mechanical stuff, and he goes, and he sounds he like this. He's like, oh, I'm Babu. Babu. And he's like, oh, oh, you're back. And he's at some point, he goes, hey. Like, it's, ab- it's so Star Wars. It's so Star Wars. And, and Dio, who. And Dio. Dio. I, I am. Our duo astonished at how much I love Dio instantly. And I'm kind of mad that... he's there for like two seconds. And I'm kind of mad that nobody told me about him. Because he's a cute little boy, <laughs> and whenever anybody... He's like so scared and anxious all the time. And whenever anybody tries to yeah. touch him, he goes, no, thank you. No, thank it's you. Great. It's, so it's, it's so good. It's incredible. Like, <laughs> I know. It's so perfect. He's like the perfect little Star Wars boy, and I love him very much. And he has a little unique shape. Yeah. Like, you haven't really yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, like he's got his own shape language. I love, I've said this before, I love sad robots that don't have faces. That is, like, a quintessential <laughs> thing for me. Jackson Staple. I think yeah. of, like, Dio is obviously a perfect example. I've said it before, I'll say it again, I love ro- sad robots with <laughs> Yeah, faces. but I think of Bastion from funny. Overwatch, I think of the Laugh Theater robots from Castle in the Sky, like, sort of weird, 
melancholy robots that are not especially capable of expressing themselves, but you can still kind of feel their weird sadness even despite that. Great. Mm-hmm. He Great. does have a face, but what about TikTok from uh, from Return to Oz? How do you feel about him? See, I mean, you know, he's batting 50%. It's all right in my book. I know. But he's so melancholy. He's very melancholy. <laughs> We should. I want to talk about Return to Oz. Return to Oz. Why do I not remember? Why do I not remember who the fuck TikTok is? Who is that? He's the robot that's like. He's like a big brass. He looks like a boiler. Oh, he's like, and they like. He looks like a gas pump. Yeah, yeah. He's got like the round head. I remember TikTok. Yeah, Yeah. and he like so like you have to wind him up for like movement, wind him up for thinking, wind him up for whatever. That's right. Do you remember? Do you remember the roller skating bad guys from the beginning of yeah, Return to Oz? Ass. I remember what everything from Return to Oz. I remember everything. That I movie. I remember every moment. I forced you to watch that movie because it's you so did. locked in. You didn't force us to watch it. You said, do you want to watch Return to Oz? And we said, yeah, that sounds I fun. I said, we have to watch Return to Oz. There's no option. It's required. It's requisite. It's required viewing. viewing. Yeah. Uh, and like... I don't know. By the way, uh, Dylan asked what I was doing on Discord a minute ago, and I don't know what that means. And I've just been thinking about it the whole time. I just need to address it. Did it, you just mean... It said there was a Jepper Pack notification. Where? What? It said Jepper Pack... What did you do, Join something or other. On the Discord server? Yeah. You joined good the Discord server again or something? This is really good This is good listening. content. Yeah, it says, welcome Jepper Pack, we hope you brought pizza. And it is your face. But I don't Welcome Jepper, Maybe you got yeah. Someone hacked you. I don't, I mean, oh, I'm no. not hacked. Why did that oh, happen? No. And now I'm looking at the it's, rules section in that. It's in the welcome. Is edited? Six? Welcome Jepper Pack. You've still got the little crown next to you. Is there another? Oh, there's two Jepper Packs. One yeah. is offline. What? Someone hacked ya. What's going on uh-oh. here? Uh-oh. 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 Jackson, oh, no, no. they're going to start saying racist things. I hope not. Jackson, watch out. Hold on. They're I'm sorry. I know we're streaming, right now, but so, let I mean, me just check like... this out real quick because I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, hold on. Sorry. Whoa, <laughs> oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, oh, no, no. It's no good. It's no good. I don't use Discord. I don't really know how. I'm only friends with you guys and my cousins, but someone's just sending me friend requests. So, we're, she's moving up in the world. Uh, <laughs> hold on. It does appear to be a different person because they've got a different numbers. You should um, report yeah. that. Yeah, I should kick it this person be. off the server for like sure. Yeah. What the F? What's going on? And I also got a message Good from catch, somebody. Everybody. I also got a message from somebody named Sh- Shrimp Son Boy. Shrimp Son Boy. Yeah. Yes. Just DMing me saying Same hi. Yeah. Maybe they're just a regular fan who's just happening to swoop in at just the wrong time, but I am suspicious. Of at them. the wrong time, we're all gonna see the robots. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> it is sus. It's quite sus. But Shrimp Son Boy is a good name. I like it. Yeah, well, they you need guys... to clear their name right now. <laughs> I'm okay. It's I'm about gonna to be show a witch my hunt. age. I'm going to show my age, but what is the whole Baca thing about 
Among Us. I don't it understand It means that. stupid. It's an anime. I don't know if it actually means stupid it in is Japanese, person. but it's like an anime thing. It's definitely another person yes. because they're... I assumed as much. Their little icon. It's clearly a screen grab of my icon because you can see the little corner <laughs> of the green circle in it. So this person's getting... Oh, yeah. You uh, should fucking report them the server. Obliterate them. Bam. But yeah, so Baka is like an anime thing. I don't know if it actually means stupid in Japanese, but you like if you call someone stupid, you call them Baka. You Check mean this you're out. Baka. You're Baka. Check this out. Stupid. But what? It, I Bam. Don't know. But Bam. What is it? Done. What is it? Why is it like an Among Us thing? Try harder next that. time. It's because there was okay. So on TikTok there was like this joke sound, and it's like these funny voices, and these calls them a sussy Baka. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that was the original thing or if it was a joke about another thing, but that's where I know it from, where they just, like, because gotcha. like, we had sus, and then we had sussy, and then yeah. that turned into sussy baka, so now, like, baka is a, su- is a Among Us word now. I don't yeah. know. I've been, I've just been playing along politely um, when people talk about it, because uh-huh. I don't want them to think I'm old, but <laughs> I was like, I really don't know what this means, but <laughs> I can, like, use context yeah. clues, but... Like, it just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. I, uh, well, because it used to be, quick. like, the anime trope of, like, babaka, and that was, like, a thing. And gotcha. then, but that, like, disappeared in 2013, <sighs> but now it's resurfaced as an Among Us thing. It's weird. I don't know. If that, if the person named Jepperpack on the server just now was just, like, a person doing a fun little bit, like, sorry, like, just get at me and maybe I'll well, let you back in the server. We don't play around with hackers. But don't do that again. Like, yeah, because uh, what? If, yeah, what if yeah. you just messed up everything? Like, yeah. That would have been bad. Because uh, because um, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. And this is just Jim. weirding me out. Like, who is trying to like steal my identity? This podcast what has like eight like, listeners. Like, what's the? What yeah, like there's sh- like twenty people in the Discord. Tops. Yeah. <laughs> what if this is like a strange lead-in for Adeline to do like a like a creepy pasta or something? If you look oh out the window. Oh my god. Why it's didn't you. they edit? Why didn't they edit the your picture to have black eyes? Why didn't they do that? Come on! Or okay. just inverted, an inverted picture. Speaking of, you. of, should we get to the the second half of that that Pokemon Snap? Have we yeah. said Adventure. all that could be said about Rise of Skywalker? I'm done if talking you, about it. I don't care anymore. If you listen think- to this podcast and you were like, huh, I wish they talked about this specific scene, go check out the commentary yeah. track that we did. Oh, I wonder if they... Yeah, I wonder if they talked it. about this for another two and a half hours separately from this. <laughs> we did. Surprise. Maybe they, think- were, maybe they talked about it for an hour, then fucked up, and then a week later talked about it for another hour. That's what... <laughs> what the commentary is you should check it out we have some good takes but if you're like i want just a little bit more rise of skywalker go check out the commentary in your podcast feed i think babu frick is the perfect landing pad for us (laughs) babu frick is a good he's like he's a safe positive always a safe space to land babu we like to we like to end on positivity here i say babu frick is the perfect way to positively end our talk. Oh, we didn't even and talk about Carrie Fisher. Talking about also, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, uh, yeah, because apparently they put, spliced her in from outtakes from Force Awakens. Yeah. And that's bad, but it's whatever. it's weird. And it's weird. Yeah, it's just and unfortunate. It's and it's also and, most and it likely one weird. of the most major reasons that the script is so fucked up, right? Because it's clear yeah, they it's like part, wanted like, to yeah. do a lot of Leia stuff, and then they just couldn't, and they had to start <laughs> over. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, Which, this, like, they just were never set up for success to begin with. Like, it's just always yeah. going to be a, a challenge, and they did not rise It was to always going to be a little bit off, yeah. Like, that's definitely a challenge of, like, a very important character in your series is not going to be able to be in it. Figure it out. Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like... But I also feel like they could have done better, and they didn't. I think they should have just, But it's a challenge. Know, they could they could have done the Riverdale thing. They could have done a quarterback episode. They could have figured it out. Always do what Riverdale is. If you have the opportunity to do anything that Riverdale did, do it. I don't know if anyone who watches this or listens to this also watches Glee, but mm-hmm. the quarterback episode of Glee really gets to me all the time. It makes me sad just more than most things. But I feel like the but in in the future after that episode because Cory Monteith like tragically passed away right before they started filming season five, but when they they like still talk about Finn, his Finn different spelling, uh-huh. <laughs> like he's like like he is not alive but like he's still a character you know like they don't just erase him or like awkwardly pretend that he's, like, somewhere else. Like, they just give his character, like, a decent amount of respect, which I feel like they don't do with Leia. It's just weird that Glee did that better than Star Wars. That's all. Oh, okay. Adeline, do you want to do a funny bit where you pretend like you're something scary is happening to you? Guys, somebody joined the Discord chat, and her name is Jackson, <laughs> but it's spelled with an X, and their profile picture, the eyes are, like, black, and they're, like, bleeding... And they said the N-word, and Jackson's going to get canceled on Twitter now. The real creepypasta is cancel culture, you guys. Oh my gosh. Uh, Welcome to part two of Creepypasta Book Club. Do you remember that amazing Pokemon Snap creepypasta from last week? What if there was like half as much still in that creepypasta? What if there was more of it? And we're here to answer that question for you. So previously on this Pokemon Snap-themed creepypasta... This kid really likes Pokemon Snap and has a lot of strong feelings about some other Nintendo 64 games and has a friend with a lot of appliances. And Wi-Fi. It really was Uh, just... It does have Wi-Fi. It was incredible how this creepypasta, so much of it was just like, if you don't know anything about Pokemon Snap, let me just give you a five-minute synopsis. <laughs> like, describe what Pokemon Snap Let me describe the mechanics so, like, to you. <laughs> yeah. like, so you're driving around, and you're taking pictures of Pokemon. If you don't know what Pokemon are, they are pocket monsters. monsters. That <laughs> they are different animals. And, oh, here's what a Pokemon trainer does. Anyway, so you're taking pictures of it. Anyway, so... so, like, so anyway. So here's the creepypasta. So here's what it's like. Uh, we're approximately 2,000 words into it, and we got bored, so we had to stop. And literally, where I'm about to pick up, he is about to put the cartridge in the machine. Is where the creepypasta Oh, yeah, and the cartridge starts. is, like, black or something. Yeah. Black and slimy or something like it's that. It's, like, slimy or something. His little sister got it covered in slime or okay. something. So, yeah, sincerely, like, a kid slime. found an old yeah. copy of Pokemon Snap. It was always weird. It has some black on the inside or something creepy, and he puts it in, and he turned it on. Here we are. So the load screen came up, and the upbeat theme song and camera flashes were playing, just as they did earlier at my friend's house. It was then that I noticed... Several visual distortions, which I thought were due to cartridge damage. There were because three it was purple... covered in slime. <laughs> there were three purple <laughs> vertical streaks a few inches wide 
that went all the way down the screen. Ooh, grounded in reality. And one on each edge and one down the middle. They were darker in the middle of the streaks, but you could see past them somewhat. I didn't mind that much. It was only a minor inconvenience. My that's prediction a lot of details about streaks. is that that happened to this person in real life. And that's when they were like, wouldn't it be so scary if it was haunted after that? That's just <laughs> what my, if then it was scary? That's my personal opinion. That's your fan theory, yeah. Because that's the sort of thing that can happen to a TV sometimes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I bet that happened scary. to this guy. But, like, why do you need to t- talk about the streaks in such vivid detail? <laughs> I know. Why can't you just say purple streaks? <laughs> they were a little dark in the middle, but you can still see them. They're slightly opaque. <laughs> Uh, okay. There was three of them, one in the middle, one on the <laughs> left, and another one, you guessed it, on the right. Center stage, baby! Next, okay, I pressed on? start, and to my surprise, I found that there was no continue option. I guess my saves had been deleted by a battery failure. All those hours and hours of hard work and completion were gone. Oh well, I probably would have started a new file anyway. How, hold on, how long did it take this person to be Pokemon Snap? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many hours did it take them to be Pokemon Snap? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You're just flexing, I guess. <laughs> if it doesn't take you that long. They've been flexing for like four levels in that game. Yeah. I started the new game, and more strange things began to occur. Here's You're going to love this, Adeline. I found myself in Oak's lab. His features were changed. His eyes were black with no pupils, and he had a stern look on his face. That, coupled with the purple distortion that ran along his left half, made him very <gasps> disturbing. He's got Kylo Ren scars. All the text and dialogue was normal, but the pre-recorded bits I mentioned earlier were distorted. They came out slowly at a low pitch. I was reminded of the demon voices from early shooters like Doom. But other than these things, which I attributed to cartridge damage, the gameplay was normal. Or so I thought. This guy sneaks in another... If this guy sneaks in another pop culture reference, I'm going to kill him in real life. All of this was starting to make me... My favorite video game, Doom. All of this was starting to make me a bit uneasy, but I was a man of science. I didn't believe in... (laughs) I didn't believe in ghosts or God or hell. Past tense. Uh, And pride in... I said this in the beginning of our podcast. Okay, 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 okay. I didn't believe in ghosts or God or hell and prided myself in overcoming the irrational fears that many others suffered from. Oh, to be young again. Oh my God. I went to the first course, the beach. I hope it's God. I hope God is the slimy cartridge. Yeah, God is the slime. God was the slimy cartridge all along. You sinner! I went to the first course, the beach. There were more visual distortions. All the Pokemon had no pupils, just pure black eyes. Also, on the ground underneath where the Pokemon sprites were, not called sprites in a three-dimensional game, just a heads up. So fuck this game. You know more than Uh, they do. Also on the ground beneath where the Pokemon sprites were, there was a purple ring. It appeared even under the flying Pidgeys. The other distortion here was that the sky was a light green and there was no clouds or sun. The movements of the Pokemon seemed unnatural and cold. Like they were afraid of something. I played through the course, but as I took pictures, the Pokemon that were in the frame disappeared. Slightly concerned by this, I didn't take pictures of Pokemon that wouldn't count until later, such as Snorlax or Chansey. As I approached the exit gate, I turned around and saw one of the circles that indicated a Pokemon there was following me. But there was no sprite. 
I snapped a picture and was taken back to the lab. I selected all the pictures for the Pokemon report, but strangely, the last picture I took was not there. The rating process went as normal, but at the end, Oak said, Nice work harvesting! There was a brief pause, and then he said, You let it in, didn't you? Well, you know what that means. Get to the tunnel! This is my bad Professor Oak voice. This would be, wouldn't it be so much better if, he, if Professor Oak means. said all of that, and then at the very end he, like, winked. He's it's like, you know like, what that winked. means. The tunnel. Get to the tunnel. Oh, you let it in, didn't you? You let it in, didn't you? <laughs> to the Wink. tunnel. I assumed that he was referring to the tunnel course, but actually he was referring to his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed that he was referring to the tunnel course, so I went to the map, but that and was it was too now easy. available. So apparently he was referencing the tunnel course. I don't know why he had to say that he assumed that that was what he was referencing. He okay. And he went, I was right. I did assume correctly. Because uh, I'm very As smart. I entered the course, I noticed that I now had all the tools. The apple, the pasture ball, the pokey flute, and the engine. I went through the course and found that it had the same visual distortion as the beach. At the end, I tossed an apple at the electrode by the rocks, and the path to the volcano opened up. This is like... Equal parts walk through a Pokemon Snap and creepy Yeah, pasta. seriously. Uh, the electrode. <laughs> the electrode looked like it was in extreme agony, not like the comical explosion seen before. It seemed to be begging for help. As the traveling cutscene took place, I saw the purple ring with no sprite again. It followed me. Strangely. Strangely is just its own sense. It, weirdly. Menacingly. Um. <laughs> there was no cut back to the lab after discovering the course like it was supposed to. It took me straight to the volcano level. A quick survey of the area showed that the How visual distortions get were getting grade? worse. As I moved forward, the Ponytaws and Rapidashes were running. No Ponytaws and Pokemon Snap, dickhead. There's only Rapidashes. I love Ponyta, though. Uh, My fave Pokemon. Play a different game, then, because he's not in here. <laughs> you think you know so much about Pokemon Snap enough to flood your stupid, creepy pasta with all these details that you know? You don't even you know, know that Ponyta's not, not in it? Snap? Okay. You can't tell the difference between a Ponyta and a Rapidash? Uh, <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> As I moved forward, the Ponyta's and Rapidashes were running, then jumped into the lava and gave off low-pitched screams. All oh the Pokemon did this as I approached. <laughs> that happens in that happens in um Jurassic World, uh, the the one that was yeah, the sequel, right? Whatever it's called, Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. That movie, except it's water. It's pretty good, and I stand by that. I know. Oh, we might disagree. That movie that. is kind of the best Jurassic Park sequel, and I stand by Jackson that. Jackson made me watch it That's for the podcast, fair. and I didn't like it's it. It's pretty good. They go to the mansion at the end, remember? I don't like the mansion stuff. Uh-huh. I don't like it. They have Stay another the super dinosaur. We made a big murder dinosaur, and then something bad happened. But I don't care because it was bad the first time, and then it was good the second time, so I don't mind that they're doing I something I disagree. Again. I think it was like fine the first time, and the second time, I was like, why would they do this? <laughs> no, why no, are no, they no, doing no, Doing it again. No, no, no. A second time. Maybe we need to revisit. Maybe we need to revisit Jurassic Park: Fallen Kingdom on the podcast. <laughs> Relitigate that. What about the part where they're in the big hamster ball and then the T Rex? That's oh no. Cool. It's good. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So all the Pokemon run into the lava and die. Into the lava. 
Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. I finally, I finally reached the egg, which blocked the path. You were supposed to throw an apple at it so you can proceed, but I found that my tools were gone. This was problematic. <laughs> that egg was so canceled. <laughs> Wait till Twitter hears about this. That problematic. This was problematic, and I took this opportunity to get some dinner. Respect. I I didn't pause... Mom said it was spaghetti night. (laughs) I didn't pause the game because there was no need to. When I got back, I saw the purple ring again. It was in place, motionless behind me. I also saw something else coming from the distance. It was an electrode from the tunnel, rolling down the path. This electrode must have been the one I blew up, as it had a look of anger and revenge in its eyes. I could do nothing to get away. Is he gonna get killed by the electrode? (laughs) I could do nothing to get away, so I sat and watched. As soon as it hit me, it exploded, which caused my buggy to flip on its side and go top down into the lava. A travel-like cutscene played, but it was slow with distorted audio. The low-pitched screams of the flailing, burning Todd were heard. I was back (laughs) in the lab, and Oak looked angry. He said... You let it get to you, didn't you? Well, you only have yourself to blame. The screen faded to black, and the course selection screen came up. Oak was standing alone, and the only option on the screen was hell, which was spelled with three L's. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, that's how cool kids spell hell. Aw, hell yeah, dude. The gold triple (laughs) hockey hockey sticks. sticks. I can afford the third hockey stick. It's in the budge. The go back option was gone, so I had no choice but to click on it. There was no way I was stopping it now. The camera zoomed in on the charred corpse of Todd. Its bottom half half was under the upside down buggy. Everything was ultra realistic. And this was on a pedestal of stone in an endless sea of fire and lava. All of the Pokemon I had taken pictures of and made disappear were floating in the lava, screaming in low-pitched voices. Suddenly there was a camera flash. The screen swung to a demonic figure with a camera taking pictures of the corpse. After he had had a few pictures, he curb-stomped Todd's head and took more pictures. (laughs) That is the most 14-year-old shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Holy shit. Curb stop! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Poor Todd. Oh, oh Todd. my God! He was burnt. And- is this invincible or something like that? <laughs> After. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, where was I? Everything was ultra realistic. Uh, take pictures of the corpse. Todd got okay, curb okay. stomped. Yeah, Todd got curb stomped. Then a low pitched demonic, say cheese, came out of the speakers, and my whole room lit up for a second. That scared the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I was scared by this. That part was scary. (laughs) If you don't know what being scared is, it's a feeling that you get when... Okay. That scared the shit out of me. And when it was over, the screen was dead black and the system was shut off. I hit reset because I knew it was just a game and couldn't hurt me. That stuff was pretty sick. Because that's what Pokemon Snap's just like. He said, that stuff was pretty sick, but I had seen worse on the internet. Uh, I wanted to to see what happened next. As it came on the screen, the menu came up, and the only option was to view the album. I hit A and immediately wished I hadn't. (gasps) Why? Uh, 
I lost my place, sorry. Uh, immediately. Oh, I need to know why! <laughs> the album was filled... I, I didn't pause the game because there was no need there... to. <laughs> I, I didn't hate, have to. Because I didn't have any other options. This is why. Because that's the video game told me to. I, I wasn't worried. You want to know why? Because it's a video game, dummy. Uh, it's not I, real. Okay. You know what is real? Why, the internet. <laughs> but what I don't know why is why did you immediately regret that you... <laughs> yes hit the button or whatever the album was filled with hundreds of photos all of horrific torture and mutilation scenes many of these pictures involved children these photos were not in 64 bit but appeared to be authentic (laughs) scanned photos at this point at this point 4k graphics (laughs) i kind of do wish it was in 64 bit that would be scarier right okay yeah right yeah Uh, at this point i was overcome with nausea but it got worse the game force scrolled to the end and zoomed to the final picture. It was the picture I had taken of the purple ring without a sprite. Only now there was something above it. It was a picture of my dead body floating a foot off the ground. The sickest part was that there was a camera jammed through my head. <laughs> <laughs> the screen faded to black. I was so terrified by the whole event that I broke the cartridge in two and ditched it in two different dumpsters behind restaurants on opposite ends of town. A few days later, I, rode my I asked husky. my mom if she had done something to my Pokemon Snap game. <laughs> mom, did you do this? Was that you, Mom? Mom, are you pranking me? <laughs> mom, did you put torture porn in my Pokemon Snap? Mom, did you scan in all of these pictures of mutilated children into my Pokemon game? Was that you? I didn't know you did knew how to I... mod in Nintendo 64 cartridges, Mom. <laughs> and the cartridge, and, too. And, wow. Are, wait, why did you make all of the Ponitas run into the lava? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, Mom, you know those are my favorite. I love the Ponitas. <laughs> oh, I like how you say Ponita as if it's like a Spanish word. Yeah, Ponitas. Uh, okay. Ponitas. Oh, yes, she said. When we moved here, I was carrying that box down to the basement, and it fell out and broke. When I went to pick it up, I found that it had fallen into a crack in the crawl space. I couldn't find it. I'm sorry about not telling you, but I thought you had outgrown that game anyway. A look of shock must have come that, to my face because my mom asked what was wrong. That game's for fucking scrubs, honey. What was that? That game's for fucking scrubs, honey. You're not <laughs> playing TF2. You're an MLG You're an now. adult. You're MLG. Uh, fucking God. A look of shock must have come to my face because my mom asked me what was wrong. Nothing, I said. I'm fine. I decided not to tell her. A week has uh, passed, and I am bringing my story to the internet in the hopes that it may help someone else, or at least entertain. Okay, weird. Weird, I, weirdo, you're a weirdo. That it. <laughs> I do apologize for the length. At least he apologized. He did apologize. I, he said, Sorry I, apologize. I explained all of the mechanics to Pokemon Snap. My B. I, I apologize for the length, but, you know, in my defense, you're you're a noob and you don't know how Pokemon Snap works. I need to explain it to you. Uh, yeah, come on. You don't know what Wi-Fi is? <laughs> <laughs> I do apologize for the length, but I feel that the details are necessary. What scares me the yes. most is not the photographs of the mutilation or my dead self. What scares me the most is whatever the hell is in my basement that can make a broken game into something so gruesome. Thank God I'm moving out soon. The end. 
Written by Billy Joel. <laughs> anyway. Well, He's moving away, so I don't know. No skin off California. my back. California. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's so Jackson that should have at least been a house. It could it. be that house. It could be that one. At least it, it could be been. the Pokemon Snap house. <laughs> like, what if at least that ended? It was like a letter. To the person who moved into the house. That would be a good like, twist. I'm so sorry. I'm so like I'm so sorry, like, but this is your problem now. I gave you all these details, so hopefully I gave you like, all the you'll clues. know. The never play yeah, never Mr. leave Policeman. a broken video game in your basement. <laughs> yeah, do if it. you if there's a slimy cartridge, I'm telling you, it's not my don't mom. It's there. actually a, it's not <laughs> my mom. It my mom. As a man of science. As a man of science, I know that that was not I don't believe in hell. He doesn't believe in God or hell or whatever. Or whatever. Okay, first of all, the demon will A, fix the thing that you broke, and B, theme their haunting around said video game, which <laughs> right, I yeah. think is a really nice level of polish. Yeah. I mean, really, Nintendo does what demon don't, like, really. <laughs> or demon does what Nintendo don't. Exactly, uh, yeah, they can go above and beyond. I think that it, it, it's, I just, I, I appreciate, I feel like this one was, scarier than others because this guy knows that they're just being a monster that kills you at the end is not scary i feel like he at least understands that Mm -hmm. like he leaves it a little ambiguous he leaves it kind of open lets you fill in the cracks with the imagination a lot of the other ones we read are just like there's a guy and he's got no face and he's really tall and he knocked on my window and and i was so scared and then he killed me and you're like that was not scary (laughs) and then i turned around he was right 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 behind me oh my gosh Oh, and then the story ends, and then he's like, he was behind you. But Adeline, this one was mm-hmm. a true banger. Whatever you did to find that one, <laughs> that's what you gotta do from now on. She gotcha. was a slow burn, think... but she, she, she got She there. delivered. She paid off. I do think that one, I, as good as, like, some of these, just, like, ones that are obviously just, like, somebody writing a creepypasta, like, thinking of a monster, as, like, fun as some of those are, right. something about, something that's just so 13 years old about writing it about something that you love, like Pokemon <laughs> Snap. Right, yeah. Like, clearly this and, person loves Pokemon Snap, and yeah. clearly they are 13 years old, and that's just I, perfect. I... I so sincerely believe that the impetus of this was just that he started up his old cartridge and his TV was kind of broken and there were some purple lines on it. And he was like, I'm inspired by this. Like, this <laughs> yeah, would be... I could crank words out of this guy. Uh, I don't think anyone... Why was spelled with three L's? Because he doesn't believe in H-E-L-L. But there is definitive proof of H-E-L-L-L. H-E-L-L-L. Or, or was it the Mark of the Beast? Uh, Three of them. I didn't remember to find a review for Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I think we gave our own scathing review, so you can find <laughs> one if you, you want. But. Uh, can you just start to do your plugs? If I, if I don't have one by the time you're done, I'll, we can just move on. Okay. We'll just end the podcast Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really do just love Rise of Skywalker around here. It's love, a fan love, favorite. Love um, if you Fun liked Rise family. of Skywalker for some reason, or if you didn't, let us know in the comments below. I mean, uh, but who doesn't? Who? That's not even anybody. <laughs> Am I right? I found also, a perfect one you, immediately. Continue. <laughs> Perfect. If you haven't okay. if you haven't liked the video, like the video. If you haven't commented yet, give us a comment. If you haven't subscribed, why aren't you subscribed? We do this every week. You don't want to miss out. 
I do uh, want to do bell. a little. <laughs> ring that bell. I do want to do a little call of action. If you guys listen to, I know a lot of people. We have our streams every Friday, and I know some people listen to that, and I know some people watch it on YouTube. So, like, subscribing, writing comments, awesome. If you listen to the podcast on, like, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, like, rating us and giving us a review is, like, would mean the world to oh, us. Because, yeah. yeah, like, absolutely. honestly, that's how that's how Apple Podcasts is going to recommend us to other people. That's what's right. going to make me feel really happy and loved that somebody wrote something nice about my podcast on Apple Podcasts, you know? Yeah. Like, that kind of yeah. stuff would go if you super don't far want- for us. If you don't want a demon to superimpose itself into one of your games and send you to H E L L L, I would suggest <laughs> I would recommend this isn't uh, a threat; it's a warning. I would I would recommend you leave a review and yeah. a positive one at uh, that. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say this at the beginning, but I forgot. Uh, starting at the beginning of oh, yep. June, uh, we are going to be transitioning to only streaming on Twitch. Right now, we stream mm-hmm. on both simultaneously but starting two weeks from now we're gonna go twitch exclusive because i mean for a lot of different reasons i don't need to get get into it but the way we're gonna we're gonna do it um we'll still have the video we'll still have the vods the the like saved version of the the stream on youtube that same day um Basically, mm-hmm. what we're going to do is we're still going to stream it to YouTube, but just keep it private and then unprivate it when we're done. So it's like a VOD that just exists on YouTube immediately. But um, from now on, we, we're trying to consolidate, and we think that Twitch is a better place for us as far as recommendations and algorithms and such go. Because um, so, YouTube is kind of not a good place to stream. I don't think anybody else streams on YouTube. No, it's not really. <laughs> and it's hard. People don't really get notified on YouTube. YouTube doesn't recommend your content. It's it's a lot of stuff, but we're giving you fair warning that you got plenty of time to download Twitch. Get Dylan Twitch. said he's gonna get a Twitch. Yeah, thank you, Dylan. And I'm Thank sorry, you, I know I you guys. I know we've always one. been on YouTube. I know that's sort of been our, our our platform of choice for listeners, but uh, it's gonna be the same, <laughs> right? Like you have to click yeah. on a different website, but it's gonna be the same, you guys. Uh, it'll be easier because it'll be the same link over and over. Exactly, again. and it's only one exactly, link you have yeah. to share. You can just go to the same place every single time. You don't have to try to coordinate where it's gonna be. It's just gonna be a bazillion times Maybe easier we'll for keep, everyone. We'll, we'll keep it easily accessible from our Discord. True. Exactly. And, and if you and haven't Twitch joined is so our much Discord, and and notifying you when people are streaming, you know. <laughs> so like, I don't I don't see who's losing. I don't know why I'm so defensive about it, but that's just the truth. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't have to justify ourselves. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll say that again uh, next week. But starting in June, it's all Twitch all the time, baby. Uh, yeah, we'll put it, we'll post it on the Twitter again. We'll post it on Discord again. Yeah, you yeah, should yeah. join our Discord if you're not part of our Discord. Because sometimes we're busy people. Sometimes our schedules get mixed up. We'll let you know if like we're streaming on a Thursday, like we are today, schedule. or yeah. or we're streaming like 30 minutes early or 30 minutes late, stuff like that. Good to get to know that stuff on Discord and stuff like that. Um, and oh, and I'll also say that next week our episode is very exciting. We're going to be talking about Cruella with Cosmonaut Meg. She's coming back the day it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am so, not. I'm not excited about it. I'm excited to talk to Meg, but I'm not excited about the movie. I it's getting I'm, pretty good buzz right now. Have you heard? I don't I, know. Because I don't, don't want know. it. Because I don't want it. They're actually letting people. They're actually letting critics see it ahead of time, and all the critics Whoa, are like, "That's brave." And all the critics are like, "This is kind of fun. This is kind of a good time." So, who's to say? Uh, 
There was one last Who thing I wanted Who to say before to say? we before we got to the end of it. Um, Twitch. Uh, he just has to say all of our Twitters, though. Oh. I don't know which way to VODs, point. Though, VODs will still be on YouTube. Down. Uh, and I guess that's it. We love you. And we yeah. love you. And, and tell your dad you. I said hi. Um, yeah. We're all migrating together. No one's getting yeah, left behind. Nobody gets left Nobody's behind. getting left behind. Or forgotten. Uh, or forgotten. Okay. Twitters are Jepper Pack. That's me. Hollaback Horse. That's Adeline. Keisha doesn't have one, but you can follow the No Nerds Allowed account at No Nerds Allowed. Yeah. Because uh, she runs and it. That's join her our Twitter, Discord. basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> and oh, you said join the Discord server, and you should join the Discord server. It's very good in there. But yeah. don't impersonate me when you do it. Just a yes. word of advice: New I will rule. ban you. Yeah. Don't impersonate Jack. Don't impersonate Jackson. But feel free to talk about all the fruit you'd like to. Yes, fruit all the fruit yes. galore. Uh, you can only hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can only impersonate Jackson if you do a creepy pasta twin version yes. of Jackson. Yeah. That's the only copy right. of Jackson. That's if old. there, if I'm like bleeding out of my eyes in the little icon, then I'll let you stick yeah, around inverted. for a while. But and your name if is you, like Evil Jackson. Yeah. yeah, but if you start saying the N word after that, I will still ban you. Just a fair warning. Yes. Yeah. Um, I for everybody. So, would you guys like to hear a five star review of Rise of Skywalker? Oh, you know. A five star review. Yes. I actually am intrigued. Uh, okay, so this person, this comes from Letterboxd. Um, and I'll just say it this review is from Beyonce. The username is just Beyonce, so I can only assume wow. it is her. Oh my god. Miss, Miss Carter. Uh, this person says two and a half stars are for whenever Daisy Ridley appears, the other two and a half stars are for Daisy Ridley's armpit shots. That shit is nice. That's it. I have never hated a comment or a review more in my entire life. Thank you. Adeline has died. I don't want it. I don't want it. That is just the worst thing I've ever heard. I don't need it. I sorted, I went on Letterboxd, and I sorted by highest first. That was literally the first one that came up. Oh my god. Literally first option. I was instantly like, got it, got it, we're good. I don't think anyone's armpit is worth two and a half stars. (laughs) No. That's 50%. That's a lot of, like... Yeah, she, it is she's bad a headquarter production. Why that though? <sighs> now, to each their own, I guess. Just be normal. I guess. Anyway, my name is Jackson McMurray. <laughs> my name is Allie McMurray. <laughs> my name is Keisha Rhodes. And this continues to be no nerds allowed. Keep it salty out there, sailors. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of that. I really don't care what you think. I don't care what you're a fan of. I know, I know, I know I'm outvoted.
I know. I know I'm the minority <laughs> here. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Maybe don't say that. That seems weird. I'm in the minority <laughs> here. <laughs> I know. I'm the only person of color represented in the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's a wrap on Jackson, folks. 